Hey, how's it going? Welcome to this ninth episode of the Two Dudes Talk Movies podcast. I'm Drew. I'm Cam. And today we're going to talk about one of my favorite horror movies, Jeepers Creepers from 2001. Cam, do you want to tell me the actors who star in the film and who directs it? Yes, it stars Justin Long, Gina Phillips, and Jonathan Breck, and the film was directed by Victor Sava. Do you want to give a synopsis of the film? Uh, yeah, so basically the film starts off with two siblings coming back for college break, and they're driving down the highway, or just the country roads. Uh, I'm not sure what state it's uh, around but Florida yeah Florida so it's like uh, just in the countryside and they stumble upon a crazy truck driver who you know keeps following them at different ends and uh, in the film they see that same person from that truck throwing what looks to be bloodied bloodied body bags uh, down a hole and there's a lot to the film guys trust me Uh, and they see that and and they start to be pursued by this uh, man that later uh, they figure out is a little more than what he seems and uh yeah we'll get all to all the little aspects of the plot later in the review uh cam what were your general thoughts uh on jeepers creepers well first you said this was your favorite film uh even with all the director yeah, stuff yeah. going on. So basically, the director, uh, Victor Salva, uh, he made some straight-to-TV movies with some theatrical, I think. They weren't very big, well-known movies in the early 90s or throughout the 90s. And uh, in a film he directed in 1989 named Clown House, he uh, got convicted of sexually assaulting a child actor on set, and he served less than a year in prison. Uh, but you know, once released, he was then uh, still allowed, which is shocks me still allowed to make movies which led him into directing uh this film and the sequel from uh, in 2011 2011 she's sorry 2003 uh but yeah there a lot of people think that uh kind of his crime and the aspects of it some of some of that like the aspects of the crime can be kind of seen through the themes of these movies and uh yeah so many people have kind of turned their head away from this series which i it's kind of it's kind of sad just because i think that the concept is pretty it's pretty interesting like not interesting but it's original and it's kind of like cool uh but i i can agree that there are some aspects of it that you kind of do kind of cringe a little bit knowing the the crimes of the director but yeah so uh with that in mind and kind of the film what do you think of the film overall it was better than what i expected i went into this thinking that it was going to be some average horror you had team. no faith in me you had no <laughs> faith in me when i told you Drew to told me this was his favorite movie and one his, of my favorite one movies. of his favorite movies and i'm like okay and then it starts off really slow uh and it's just, just like they're driving for like 10 minutes and like them in like this random area so at first i'm like no way this movie's pretty like i don't say garbage right now but it's just not i mean but then again i was only like 10 20 minutes in so but in general i did like it it started off slow it wasn't that scary either i guess maybe like 90 or no this was early 2000 so i guess films during this time weren't like as scary as they could have been because like most of the time like you're really dependent on or these movies depend on music and stuff like that which was unnecessarily loud and like just random in general but um it was it was i can see why it's your favorite but i I wouldn't say it's like my favorite yeah but it was good what did what do you like about it uh i like just uh just to add a little bit on the critical reception or just talk about it uh it i think on imdb we we saw that it has like a six out of ten 
which yeah around six, like that, yeah, yeah six out of ten uh and i think you know at, at the time of its release it was like a pretty big hit it had uh i think it made 60 million dollars off a 10 million dollar budget which is pretty decent for a kind of not an, like independent but it's a little lesser known movie and kind of came out of nowhere but to answer your question i you know as stated before it's one of my favorite movies i like it just because it like the the concept of it which in the film we later learn that the creature or the man that is following the siblings uh it basically is like it has wings it like <laughs> it, it, it like eats human flesh and it comes back every for 23 days every 23rd spring i believe it says that he comes back uh to you know just eat and then once it once it you know for 23 days it then goes into like some sort of hibernation mm-hmm. uh is what the film tells us and i just think that's a pretty cool concept and i think just the idea that it can like smell your fear sounds like, like it it does, or sound Pennywise. Like, it does sound like a little like Pennywise, but uh, I just like the idea that it just, I just like the idea that there's more to it, and throughout the film, we're never really told, like, the specifics of it. Obviously, in the later movies, there are some more clarification on what the creature, or the creeper, as it's referred to uh, in the franchise, what it, what it really is, or what it symbolizes, but... In this movie, uh, as is, it really doesn't give you a lot, which I think is pretty cool, just because I like the mystery of it and like that they never tell you what it is. But yeah, I really like it. Yeah, as I you like, can tell. Sorry. You um, I like how it doesn't tell you like everything that's going on because it adds on to the creeper uh, because more stuff because at first you think it's a man that's under he has like this like huge like trench coat on he has like a hood or whatever Mm -hmm. so you never like get his face but with the lack of context you um I don't know, like the progression of him, because then you start to see that he eats people, but yeah. you still rarely see his face. And at the end of the movie, you see he's like this demon kind of animal-looking thing, but it never really feels like this. It's random because you never really know what it is. Yeah. So I like I, that as well. Yeah, I think I think we're already on the writing uh, part of our review. I, I and we should just keep chugging along with that. But I think, like as you were saying, I do like how it kind of. Uh, well, like you said, it like slowly goes on. Like at first, you think it's a man, and like there's stuff that is still like tangible for a per- like a human can do. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, and then once Derry, uh, played by Justin Long, uh, one of the siblings, he falls into like a tube down into like the 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 creature's lair's basement, you know, and where he has all the bodies and everything, and he finds the body that's still alive, the person that's yeah. still alive, and he finds that he like was like ripped like open, like he was cut open and like sewn back up, literally alive the entire time and it's just like then you kind of see like that there's bodies literally all over the roof of the like church or the ba- yeah or i think it was basement. more so in the basement yeah the basement of the church and you're kind of just like you're like okay this is definitely either a really messed up human or something else is that is going on here and then as we go on we just see more and more of kind of like just the abilities that this creature has and you're just like okay this is definitely not a human and i just like how it like progressively like as the siblings are learning about it we're learning about it yeah i like them um, that's when i knew that the film wasn't basic when they had like not when the the body was shown which i kind of thought was stupid because he's under this like blanket or whatever yeah and he's alive the whole time but then he randomly pops up he's like telling him like hide or something and he just dies right then and there which is yeah. kind of like useless because he was only on screen for like two minutes but yeah, I don't, other yeah. than that um, i guess it was just to show kind of like how twisted the creep the creeper is yeah but 
I like that the bodies were on the wall because that was pretty different, like pretty dark for mm-hmm. something that I didn't think. I didn't think it was gonna go like to that extent. Yeah, that was just gonna be like a random killer. But yeah, that was the cool. severed head, like yeah. tongue scene. Oh, that was <laughs> that was crazy. That was that was a crazy scene. Um, what do you what do you think of? I guess the dialogue and the characters. What do you think of the sibling uh, chemistry and their dialogue? It was pretty generic uh you have an early 2000s film so the writing's just like annoying brother annoying sister they kind of mm-hmm. argue in the car or whenever they're in there and it wasn't like anything spectacular but i think we can talk about this later the acting that goes with the writing really makes really increases that i guess makes it better the acting that goes with the writing but you know you get your typical corny lines and a little over exaggeration but yeah. overall it was just generic and pretty land for it for this time period but yeah i i like the i can agree with you that the sibling uh relationship and the chemistry does i think it overstays its welcome a little bit especially at the beginning like you kind of get over like okay they're like sibling banter like mm-hmm. we get it i do think that like as is i think it's like pretty good like i think justin long and gina phillips uh do a pretty good job uh I like it. I like how it's a sibling uh, thing instead of like a couple, because I think that with the couple, like when couples are in horror movies, uh, I don't know. Like the fact that there's no like ten, like sexual tension there. You know what I mean? Like yeah. But like now that they're sibling, it's like okay, they're just siblings. Nothing. It's literally else. just them running from the creature instead of like that romantic stuff that always has to happen in the middle and then the creature happens. You know, it's like play, not playing, but like base. This is what's going on. There's nothing else, which I like. Uh, I think the acting uh, by Justin Long in particular was pretty good. Yeah. I think there were some times where it's like his character is kind of stupid. Like, not stupid, but like he's just kind of a, a good guy who just wants to do the right thing. But there's times, especially when he goes searching down that tube. I was going to ask you, would you have gone back? No, no, <laughs> I wouldn't have. I would have called the police and then... And then, you know, it's like I wouldn't go digging down a thing. I'd yeah. be like, okay, no. And, yeah, it's it's crazy. I thought I, about it. I was like, would I have gone back? Because then I had to think about it. If I, if I was down there, would I want would I want that to happen to me? Obviously well, clearly thinking, no. you would want somebody to come exactly, back to you. But, like, but in that situation, nah, man. No. And the thing is, is that in the film, honestly, if you, they would have just left, nothing. The there would the be no would, movie. Yeah, the rest of the movie wouldn't have happened, which is kind of like crazy to think about like the what ifs of the story because I think there's quite a bit like of like what ifs like you know what if they just like did what they said to do and not come back or what they you know just you know just kept driving and didn't stop you know but yeah I, did you think the acting was what do you think of the acting in general I like Darius as well I think he did the best uh like I said the over exaggeration line over exaggerated lines along with his acting was was a good mesh um I say over dramatic, but I don't know how I'd react in yeah, that exactly. situation. I, so. I thought he did a pretty decent job, but like, like when I think when he finds the body down there and like he basically just watches someone die and like mm-hmm. he has this and literally like looking and there's just like dead bodies everywhere yeah. from like from like so like hundreds of like a hundred years ago because like I think they said in the thing like uh, like he saw like a body that like was decayed to the point where it was like it had to be like a hundred years ago when that happened yeah and it's like I feel like he played it off like pretty like realistically like I'd be like shocked and he had his face like you know and I think I, I thought he did a pretty good job there are times where it's like over too much yeah but a little too much but he did do the best job I thought uh, there were some scenes where uh, the sister was kind of like I don't know it's just some parts where she was just like over not overdoing it but just like oh man like when uh when she was driving over the body like five times yeah. uh, in the park or in the yeah. parking lot that was kind of messed up yeah i 
I do like how they kind of balance off each other where like she's more of like the hard-headed kind of like she's not she's like kind of fearless while he's kind of just like like he's just plain scared and I think that's cool because like you usually see the opposite where like the girl sibling would be the one scared and the guy would be the macho guy where here it's like I guess that's done with couples though with or, uh, with relationships yeah, yeah but then since these are brother and sister mm-hmm. siblings then maybe yeah. that's maybe where the switch yeah. is at yeah. I don't know which one's old. do you know which one's older I guess I don't know if that makes a difference uh, I think probably the same age yeah, probably roughly around the same age since they're in college together, probably at least around. But uh, what do you think of the cinematography and how it was shot? The film, man, it was pretty basic. I would yeah, say. yeah, it was. There was nothing to. There, there was like some weird diagonal, like when the camera was on a slant. That was kind of random, and yeah. it wasn't. Con- I don't want to say it wasn't consistent. It was consistent during certain parts. I'll say, like when like the music was coming up and creeping in. Which I um, want to add that earlier in the scene, earlier in the movie, there is a car coming from mm-hmm. the yeah. back. Uh, uh, the two siblings are driving, and the so pretty much what happens is the creeper is in in a car. He's like in this worn down truck yeah. where he's like killing people in, and then it creeps up behind them, and. The way it comes in slowly, but you can like see like the the huge pixel from the headlights. That one was a really cool shot to yeah, me. Yeah, I, I love that shot. Yeah, but overall, other than that, it was pretty boring. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, there were some hints, or some parts where the lighting was really impressive. Like when Derry was in the tunnel, um, and the light from the sunlight coming through the tube. That was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of like a spotlight kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, but overall, it was. Just generic. The spot, the light, lighting was the biggest thing about this that made the cinematography good. But what your yeah, thoughts? Yeah, I, I thought, I thought, like you said, that first opening scene was just. That's probably that's a really cool shot, just because like you see, because there's an RV behind them, and then it turns, and then you just see like a speck of a car in the distance, and then as they're talking and having a dialogue, it's like a long take of just like the car getting quick, like, quickly getting closer and closer and closer, and then the the worst, the most like harshest sounding like truck horn I've ever heard in my life. And it, yeah, I just like that shot. And like you said, I think the rest of the film, it's pretty basic. I think the film does has a lot more going on with the story and the characters, and so it doesn't really need to be flashy. Yeah. And so, like, I just think it, you know, plus, I don't know, it just was, there's not, you don't look at it and you're like, oh, the cinematography is just off the charts. And I'm just like, ah, it's, it's, it's really whatever. It's pretty basic for early 2000s horror. And the camera isn't that good. It's pretty grainy. Uh, yeah. It's not the best quality, obviously, because yeah. it's 2001, but that wasn't a big part of it either yeah what what do you what do you think about the sound like say the sound of like the truck or the sound of the creeper or just kind of the overall that sound was design unnecessarily loud <laughs> <laughs> just i'm playing this on my computer and i turn it on mac because i don't know it seemed kind of the it's mostly just talking the whole time yeah but when the truck comes in oh or my what, god and it's, man, so, it's so quiet before and, and it's, it's so like, sudden you're, you're just watching you're like oh no don't do it don't do it and then the horn you're like oh my god it's terrible i have to de- i have to turn it down for a couple minutes but uh, sound was other than that I was pretty much it uh, I liked the song uh, the Jeepers Creepers song uh, it wasn't or you could say that because that was your opinion how much it wasn't like a big factor in yeah, it. It, yeah it wasn't because like the film's obviously called Jeepers Creepers and it's like in the song uh, the creeper whistles the I don't know it was like back in the 40s or 30s like when the song the 50s it was made and it was like a well known Jeepers Creepers song with the name and he whistles the tune and then they hear it on the radio and I kind of I kind of thought like when I first watched it a long time ago that the song was going to have more of like a like a symbolic meaning to the creeper like every time you heard it he came but 
that really isn't the case at all. Like, and I, I thought it would play a bigger part, and I guess it really doesn't. I don't think that's the song that they were he was listening or the creeper was listening to at the end. In that, I don't I, think I think it was a completely different song. Is what y- they were listening to. Maybe it transitioned at the end of the credits, yeah. but maybe that maybe it just fade into the yeah, original but, song. But like, I just think uh, I haven't seen the latest two installments of the franchise, so I'm not sure if they go into it anymore. But I heard they're really terrible, so I probably will not be watching them because, <laughs> good lord, we my, looked at the reviews. There's like on the latest one, it was like all one stars. Yeah, just oh my god. Okay, so <laughs> that is just terrible. But um, yeah, uh, I thought the sound of the creature, kind of the way he like, because basically, like we said earlier, he can smell your fear, and that's basically the way he like picks who to target and who to like abduct and who to kill and eat, basically. <laughs> uh, and um, the sound he makes when he's like sniffing like them at the end, it was kind of such a weird animalistic thing, and I just. I don't know. I just thought it was really cool. Like, I just thought that sounds really strange, but I just thought the sound design of it was pretty, like, distinct and pretty, like, interesting. Uh, What did you think? Did did you pick up on that at all? Not the really, not the sniffing thing. Uh, Nah, I was just paying attention to how loud it was. That was pretty distracting to me. You're a sane human being. Man. Yeah, but no, nah, the sniffing thing, I didn't really pick up on. Yeah, what what do you what do you think of the overall design of the creeper and like the the makeup of him? That was really good. Yeah. Uh yeah, like weird scaly texture yeah. when it when you only you really see the creature at the end of the movie, which is what we talked about earlier without mm-hmm. like knowing what you're actually looking at cuz he's like in shadows the whole time. Yeah. But when you see him at the end, that was really cool. He has like like, like lizard like, thing, like lizard like thing he opens up like a like a lizard thing. I don't know what you describe like yeah, like the little wi- not the wings, like the little like, flaps on his face. Yeah, facial things that open up when he get, gets like threatened or whatever. And he the sound of him like uh like uh growling or str- yeah. screaming. I thought that was pretty good too. I I thought the design of it was really cool. Obviously, they use practical effects, which I, you know, you got to love. But definitely they obviously had to use some CG, especially at the end when he like his wings fly out, which you can tell yeah. in CGI. Nowadays. I don't get that part though. Like if he has wings, why is he like doing see, doing see, it out of a basement? See, that's because I think when he's doing it out of the basement, he like that's where he just takes the bodies to where he can like you know uh, eat them, eat them, and you know mess with you know cut them apart and everything. But yeah, I, I think the I think what he likes, I think what I think is that he likes chasing them. He likes to pursue them because I think when he pursues them, that makes them more afraid and that makes it more desirable for him and all that. And I think that's just the reason he does it, and he just likes to make them think he's a normal dude. Uh, it's very. Very uh, extra, if you say, because of, you know. Yeah, pretty impressive, though. Like, yeah. this little demon guy can yeah. drive a truck. And I don't know where he's getting the gas to get to <laughs> fuel that truck or how he, like, knows how to drive. But, like, it's crazy. And I also, also it's something to mention that uh, I completely forgot to mention this. But, you know, when he eats, say he eats your arm. That arm is basically gross. He's basically like an animal or like a uh, like a what a reptile. Where yeah. like if like say he needs a new arm because it's got damaged or it got shot off, he'll eat an arm and then it'll grow into his arm. So that's basically that's just another aspect of it that's really like I think that's just really like interesting that they just keep adding more and more like layers and lore to it. The wings uh, reminded me of Morbius when uh, <laughs> when um yeah. he's flying away or no the first I time we can't see the believe you just remind me of that. It's a great film. Wow. <laughs> great film. Give it a watch. It's on Netflix. But um, yeah, I yeah, it did. Especially his face. His face kind of looked like Morbius at the end. Yeah. It was yeah. Weird. That was 
Yeah. Yeah. It was, yeah. You're just like, oh, <laughs> whoa, man, coming coming back with memories of Morbius. But uh, now that we're basically on the end, what what do you think of the overall ending? Basically, in the police department. When, so yeah. So earlier in this earlier in the film, you get a, they got a phone call. They uh. They get a phone. The sibling get a phone call in a in a restaurant because this is when they're trying to like get help, and this is still when they're in the countryside. And they get this weird call from a lady who they haven't seen at, until the end of the movie. And when they get to the police station at the end, she comes in, mm-hmm. and her acting just like the the psychic lady. Yeah, yeah that, I was it's too crazy about her. She it seemed kind of random just to incorporate something else. Exposition probably. Don't know where that came from. Yeah, she just she just comes in. She's like, oh, here's what you need to know and to, to move on. And, and she tells like, him, like, these dreams she has, and I, I don't know, I guess that's another kill. Or, well, she didn't die, but, I don't know, just an extra person in there, so it's just not the two of them. Which It's pretty much just, yeah. they're the two main stars, but you have a third person to kind of worry about. So I guess they hint at her earlier. Yeah. So I, Yeah, I, I don't like her character, but I do like what she adds, like, just a little bit, where she says, like, I heard someone in my dream screaming in the dark, and she's clearly referring to one of the siblings, mm-hmm. but she did. She doesn't tell them which one, so you're kind of just left wearing. Oh my gosh, the creeper's been is after one of them, not both of them. Yeah. And I, you know, I might sound like a fanboy here, but I just I like that <laughs> because it's like he he's very like picky with who he kills. Like you know, because he the psychic woman, he like the the creeper like doesn't attack her, but he like comes up to her and just sniffs her, mm. and he, it looks like he's just like Ugh. disgusted with. Yeah, it. and he just goes away and uh, you know keeps her alive, and it's just like I just find that interesting that he like he picks specific people and how like the fear that he smells on them that's who he goes after and the and you like are kind of guessing at the latter half uh which it's kind of obvious who he's after because he you know was rummaging through his dairy, clothes dairy's undies <laughs> and you're just kind of like which that that was weird like that he wrote his they said they wrote his name on on his yeah, underwear that, that no one does of, that anymore that was definitely like a like tidy whities write your name on i don't know it's strange never heard of that before. everyone wore tidy whities in the early 2000s <laughs> so they had to name them but um yeah i just yeah it's it's crazy it's i like how crazy. we I like how we don't get a happy ending though, because yeah, that exactly. would have just felt too. Because yeah, like when in the police station, which we talked about this earlier, but the scene where uh, Trish is Trish, I think is yeah, Trish yeah. is looking into uh, a mirror, but it's like a det- it's a invest- it's like a two way, yeah. And so the creepers on the other side just like kind of looking at her, and then it cuts back to the siblings, and they're like fighting basically on what to do, and there's just no audio, and it's so awkward, and then it just the creeper just barges in, and that's when he grabs them both and he sniffs them for like a really long time to basically figure out who he's been trying to, you know, which one he wants. Mm -hmm. And that's when, you know, he throws Trish to the side like a rag doll. And it's basically (laughs) confirmed like, oh yeah, he wants Derry and he wants to kill him and take him. And, you know, at first you're just like, and then the police get there and they threaten him. And that's when, you know, his things open up. And when I first watched it, I'm like, there's got to be a way that they're going to save him. There's got like th- like there's no way like they they can't because usually in, in the horror movies like that it's like that never happens where the main character that we follow the entire time just gets maliciously just like torn apart. I mean you see that you don't see him torn apart, but you can see his. Yeah, that's his, yeah no yeah that's crazy. And then basically to give you context, the jeeper just the jeeper the creeper just <laughs> flies away with Derry through the police window, and Trish runs after him, but they just disappear into the the clouds, and she's just left to watch her brother get like just abducted by the creeper. And I, that that is uh, that's pretty effective. That's a pretty effective ending. I feel Man, like. I really I replayed it a couple of times. That's crazy. And the song, it was, I can't. I don't know the song. 
song off the top, but uh, at the end, yeah, oh. it was his old, um, like like you said, forty, fifty, six, or whatever song, yeah. and his eyes are just cut oh, out. Yeah. That it, was really it cool. It shows like it shows the new like kind of lair that the creepers at. It's like this factory, and it just shows like establishing shots of the factory with crows outside because. Mm-hmm. Symbolism. Yeah, symbolism. <laughs> and uh, you just hear Derry's, like, screams throughout the halls of the factory, which sucks because, like, I like Derry. Like, he was just a nice dude. Yeah. Like, he was kind of dumb, but he was just nice. Like, he was just a cool, nice dude. And you're just hearing him getting, like, ripped apart and everything. And, like, it cuts to the Creeper just sitting there, which is, it's, first of all, just weird to see the Creeper after watching him in clothes all movie, just naked, basically, yeah. in his natural form, sitting there just carving out stuff. And that's when you just get a close-up, like, a panning-up shot of just Derry with his eyes just, like, he's dead. His eyes are just ripped out. The whole back of his body is basically just out, his head or everything. That was kind of cool. And, no, it was cool, yeah, but it was just so, it's such a, I don't know, such a it's such a gory punch. thing. Yeah, it's such a gut punch, it, especially in a film that's, like, it's gory, but it's not, like, I don't know, that was just really... That was just, it was just too random, I guess, or, because you never see... You never see that. You never see how scary it, ends, it gets it ends. yeah and then yeah. at the end you just see this person's and it's it's random well no it's just surprising because I don't personally I've never seen like someone's eyes cut out in the movie and like it's just blank and then the creature creeper he he pops up behind them and oh, his eye is Derry's eyes yeah, yeah that was that's that, crazy yeah because I think that's basically the you know because like I've read some stuff that say the reason that he took his eyes among other things was like because Derry, because obviously the Jeepers Creepers is like, where'd you get those peepers? Where'd you get those eyes? You know, that's the thing. Yeah. And so that's pretty, a kind of cool little tie into that. But also, like, I've read some stuff that says, like, he wanted Derry's eyes because Derry, like, went down and saw all those things and that he kind of just, it's either he wants to, like, and then he had to burn down the church because the police were called over to that church. So the creeper had to burn that down to, you know, get rid mm-hmm. of everything, which I don't know why he's concerned about evidence. <laughs> like he can just fly away to any anywhere. But um, yeah, so he wanted his eyes because he saw everything and he just wanted or he just had beautiful eyes and he just wanted them, but, them for his collection. But yeah, just just showing like him come around the body through his eye hole and just him having those eyes. Oh, it's such a it's crazy. Was it's, that like a setup for the second one? Uh the what you learned about the eyes thing or was that just um, something some article you read it's just it, I just read that from some article I read about the this film uh, I don't think they explained the eyes uh, in the second movie specifically I don't I don't think that was really a plan when they made this movie but yeah that ending it's just I don't know because you never see like you if the character dies you it's either a sacrifice for like someone to live or it's like they get taken away but you never know what happens to them but here it's like no sacrifice was made like it's just he was just helpless and got abducted uh and you basically you don't see it but you hear everything that happens and then you see the aftermath and uh it's such a uh it's such a pain it's such a painful thing to watch i feel like something else uh i didn't i'm saying a lot of stuff i didn't like but the film really is good but something i didn't like there wasn't like a like a iconic scene with it with something in a franchise yeah. like this you get mm-hmm. like three how many there's is like it a, four yeah there's like a distinctive scene which I can't think of anything um, like oh Jeepers Creepers this thing comes to mind I would say if it's I would say if it's that the he- the severed head tongue thing I don't think that's it I, it's pretty weird it's crazy uh, if I would honestly say it'd probably be the first scene when he first pulls up like that scene where he's just coming, coming. up in the background cause like as you said like 
there's a lot of like effective scenes, but there's nothing that really like jumps out at me and goes, oh my god. Besides that ending, I feel like yeah. the ending and the beginning are kind of the only things that I can be like, oh wow, that's oh that's crazy. I just can't think of anything where I hear Jeepers Creepers. Oh, this came with it. Like you think Pennywise, or you think it, you get Pennywise. You like think the sewer, the sewer scene. Yeah, and like yeah. the red balloons and stuff. Yeah. There's nothing that makes this like really stand out. I guess the truck. I just whenever he's in with the, in the truck, it's kind of just like oh no, there's the creeper truck. You know, it's just like whatever. Maybe it's the music because yeah. with the Conjuring or this is just never mind. That's way off topic. But um, well, I guess it ties in with the Conjuring. You get like this tiptoe through tulip song, and with this one, you get the Jeepers Creeper song. So maybe that's like the thing that makes it distinguishable. Yeah, yeah I yeah I think so. I can agree. Like I like the movie. Uh, I sound like a broken record, <laughs> but I like it. I do agree with you. There's not like a scene that I'll, I'll go back to and I'll just be like, because uh, I'll just like every scene is, which could be a good thing. Maybe because every scene is just kind of like equally effective for the most part because it kind of it's not trying to jump out at you and True. be too like oh my gosh but yeah that severed head tongue thing like that's just that was just ugh that was that was crazy that was just <laughs> crazy like I was watching it a long time ago and I was just like oh my god how could why why would you do that I never understood why they like some stuff they made too like suspicious eerie yeah. like the when they went to that like grandma's house mm-hmm. and it took forever for them uh, to show her face yeah it was yeah that that part was like oh no not she again. didn't even land she didn't like she wasn't around that long she was only in there for a couple yeah. minutes but yeah do you do you have any uh do you have any final thoughts about the film just uh, in the episode despite or despite how much i said stuff was like average i guess or pretty basic this film is really good i yeah. liked it oh on a scale of one to five i give it a I'd give it a four. A four? A light four. Maybe three and a half. I'd give it a... I'd give it a three and a half out of five. Uh, Good thing. But what would you... (laughs) It took Uh, me forever. What would you think? I'd probably give it a four out of five. Or a four and a half out of five, sorry. Uh, It's not a perfect movie, obviously. uh, But I really like it. It's definitely a film that I could... Well, that sounds weird if I say I could rewatch it. But uh, (laughs) I I would also go back to it just because the concept's pretty cool. And I just think that the writing is pretty cool. And the characters, you care about the characters. And it does some stuff that horror movies in the early 2000s weren't doing because they were playing it safe. But, yeah, I I really... I really liked it. Uh, it's available for rent. Uh, you literally, it's so hard to find this movie uh, to, for free. But yeah, it's a great movie. Uh, give it a watch uh, if you can. Uh, this has been the ninth episode of the Two Dudes Talk Movies podcast. I'm Drew. I'm Cam. And we'll see you next week for a new episode. See you then. Peace.